You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. I'm literally at a loss for words at the story I'm about to share with you guys. I'm having like an out-of-body experience, but you are in for a treat. Carla, my student, is an incredible woman who had 25 years of messy, hot and cold controlling relationships. Before she found me, she was single for three years, actually. And within just a few months of using our inner child healing method inside of Soulmate, not only was she able to land her dream job, she also used my dating method to find an incredible man who she now has a secure relationship with, a very type of person than she used to date before. How did she do it? In today's interview, Carla and I chat about developing a truly abundant mindset about love and relationships. We talk about how to properly deal with your feelings so that you don't become a ticking time bomb in relationships and the trick to becoming your own secret sauce. So if you are a serial monogamist or if you are used to feeling addicted to the chase and the hot and cold in relationships and you're looking for some inspiration that it can be different, stay tuned right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Alrighty, we are live. I want to welcome a very special guest today, Carla. <laughs> welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. How are you feeling today? Really good. I'm excited to share my story and how much your work and your program have really helped me to move my life along. So excited to dig in. Oh, thank you, Carla. I am honored that you are here today, which is a interesting full circle. Maybe you started with hearing me on the podcast, but tell us a little bit about who you are and what led you to look for this type of inner child work. Yeah. So I've always been sort of a serial monogamist. I've always been in relationships, got married quite young was with him for about 18 years. And we both grew a lot in different directions and it wasn't filling my cup anymore. And so I left and I found myself continually attracted to emotionally unavailable people and had a few situationships. I had one really, really quite traumatic relationship with someone who was really narcissistic and controlling. And I knew that I needed to work on myself first in order to be able to strengthen myself to be able to attract someone who was what I now know to be emotionally secure. And so I was really looking for all different podcasts and a friend recommended you to me. The first one I was hooked and I started listening and really learning that I'm not alone and that some of the things that I'm feeling, there are antidotes, I guess, to them. And so really was excited to hear some of your work, listened to the podcast for a long time, thought about joining the program and finally took a leap of faith. I thought there's really no good time. I was in the middle of starting a brand new role, 
But I said, now's the time. Now's as good a time as any. And I'm so pleased that I did make that decision. It's had a really huge impact on my life. Carla, that just gives me goosebumps up and down my body hearing you say that. Oh, wow. I'm so proud of you and all the things that you have worked through. And I'm just so excited to dive into this today. I think something very relatable that you shared is noticing that there was a pattern, right? It wasn't just one narcissistic man, but it seemed to be something that was happening a lot. So I wonder if you can shed some light on what you thought that was about before and now having a different perspective on understanding why that was happening to you. Well, and I'm going to be really honest and vulnerable here and tell the truth. I thought that that's just how men were. Like, I really thought that that's just how things were. Now, it's hard for me to say that because I don't like to paint everyone with one brush. Obviously, I knew there was good men out there, but I thought there were really few and far between. And I really had what I now know was a scarcity mindset and really thought that if someone was willing to show a little bit of interest in me, I would hang on to that and bring them in and really compromise my own beliefs and values and people please. I really thought that that's just how things were. They didn't have a lot of examples of really what I thought to be strong relationships in my life. And so I didn't know that it was possible. And I guess, yeah, I thought that's just how it was until I started your program. Thank you so much for your honesty, Carla. I think that's exactly it, you know, and it's very liberating to hear you say that. I know a lot of women, especially, they really do feel that, right? They have this underlying deeper belief that maybe it's just all men, maybe all relationships end up this way, especially in this day and age. It's hard to say those things out loud, right? Mm -hmm. Because we feel like we're not supposed to say it. And I can totally relate. I know that growing up with my dad as my role model, it sort of set the stage for how I started to see all men. And so, yeah, I think we definitely pick up a lot of beliefs and things like that. So thank you so much for sharing that. Tell us more about the opposite of the scarcity mindset. What have you learned to cultivate instead? Yeah, I think before we hopped on this call, I was sort of looking back through my journal that I wrote in throughout my time in your program. And I think for me, it really did start with healing my inner child, like looking at making myself feel that I am worthy, that I needed to find a way to appreciate my own self, regulate my emotions and recognize my own self-worth. Like it's odd though, because I didn't feel like I was not confident. I'm a confident woman, you know, like I'm a professional and I have had really been fortunate to have quite a successful career and really great people around me. But there was always just that what I now know is my inner child sort of just not ever feeling like enough. And so I think the work there really helped to sort of improve my own belief about myself, which I think was the most important part. Once I had that, it helped me to realize that like my favorite thing about what you said is that I am my own secret sauce. Like I yes. love that. That is really amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so just realizing now that there are people out there that know how to have an emotionally secure relationship and knowing that it's not the end of the world if there's not alignment the first time. And in fact, another thing I loved was celebrate those that aren't aligned. 
because you weeded another one out. I learned from every experience. Absolutely. What a beautiful response. And speaking of those secure people that are out there, I heard that you may have found one for yourself. <laughs> I have. Yes. yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it's interesting once you start to realize what it is that you want, you know, in your couple of episodes about manifesting. And I don't know, I really believe that I have done just that. I've met someone who is willing to talk about the hard things and lean in. And, you know, when I tell him about my insecurities, he's really quick to want to know more about them and learn how he can make me feel more secure. And when I express my feelings, he wants to talk about them and wants to make sure that I feel better. It's quite refreshing. I still, of course, have these thoughts once in a while, like, oh my God, I better not tell him this little thing because he might not like that, you know, but I stop myself and I say no, because I need to be able to be completely transparent and honest. And I need to be able to be absolutely 1000% my authentic self, which is funny because I've always been able to do that at work. I bring my authentic self to work in my work, in my professional life all the time. But for some reason in my personal life, even with friends, I can do it. But with a relationship, just, man, that people pleasing and boy, that is just a really hard thing to kick. And it's so eye opening once you see yourself doing it and see it in others as well. It's, um, I can't say enough about it. That's how I feel all the time, Carla. <laughs> it's such a beautiful transformation. You mentioned a really good point, and I think I've definitely seen this in some of the other folks inside the program. The way that professional relationships are experienced feels so different from those intimate personal ones, right? There's a lot of women who are kicking ass in their careers, but for some reason, there is just something about those vulnerable, intimate relationships that feel so hard. What felt different about the personal versus professional relationships? I guess with professional relationships, you're at work, you're there, you're on the clock, you're there for a purpose. And then in the evenings and the weekends is when you can really just kick back, be yourself. And yeah, I'm not sure why. It does feel different, right? Like It does, yeah. One feels safer than the other. You know, that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to have a section in the program just talking about those dating skills, right? Like how to actually start that relationship, go on dates. It might even be about the fact that those aren't really things that are taught to us inside schools. You know, I think in schools, we definitely practice more of those professional type relationships. But when's the last time that someone told you, you know, what kind of questions to ask on dates to figure out if someone is actually compatible for you in the right way, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Incredible. Seriously. I had flagged that page actually, like the dating mindset and your tips on sort of like reflecting after taking some time to cool down. You also have some really great tips on, I think it was the eight milestones that you need to meet before really knowing that you're committed and able to really, really dig into the relationship. And I think things that really should be sort of second nature that like once yeah. you read them, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that myself. But 
You don't, right? No, exactly like you said, no one teaches you how to date. And but even furthermore, I will say that no one teaches you how to handle your emotions. All of the stuff in the beginning about eruptive emotions and self-regulation and quieting your inner critic. I mean, you know, it's no wonder that we have such a mental health crisis on our hands. Well, I'll say I'm 46 years old and I had never occurred to me that it's okay to feel your emotions, to let them come and work through them instead of putting them off. You're getting way further in meeting them head on and understanding why you're feeling them and letting them wash over you. And there is so many different pieces in this program that I've learned so much from. I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Carla, my heart. (laughs) I'm so glad that makes my heart so happy because that's what I really wanted to help people with. I mean, even just us talking about these pieces right now, that's literally exactly how I used to feel. I thought, well, it's great that I know how to handle myself at work, but how is it that we don't understand how to regulate our emotions in a relationship? You know, relationship, literally one of the most important choices you'll ever make. That's the person you're going to spend your whole life with. You can always get another job and work at a different company, but this is one of the most important relationships of your life. So I'm so glad that you really hit the nail on the head. You know, I was going to ask you, you mentioned before we hit the record button that you've been feeling so in tune with your intuition recently and feeling all of these nudges and pulls. I would love to hear a bit more about that, Carla, and and where that's taken you. When COVID hit, my position where I was working was abolished. They were doing a big restructure. And I ended up moving five hours away to another position, a similar type of organization. And I worked there for a year and it just really wasn't a good fit for me. And then I ended up moving again, another two hours further away. That was a really great role, but not at the level that I was hoping to be at. And I was hoping to be a bit further on in my career, but it was okay. I knew I had to start there. You know, I was probably middle management, I suppose. And it was great. But man, like I said, I started this program, I met someone, and then I also ended up getting the role of my dreams. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) My gosh, so I've moved seven hours away again. And yeah, just being able to trust yourself. And I think when knowing yourself a little bit better, appreciating yourself more, I found a beautiful home. I knew right away as soon as I saw it that this was the place for me and everything lined up. I've just been really listening to my intuition a lot more and it hasn't been letting me down. Yeah, Even this house, right? The new place that you got, you said that you had a friend show you what it looked like over Zoom or something, but there was some sort of gut feeling you had about this place. That was really good. Yeah. And it's been wonderful. I'm just <laughs> settling in here and yeah. yeah, my son loves it and yeah, it's been beautiful. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. And what was your relationship with intuition in the past? I wonder how you grew up with it. Well, not having learned to appreciate myself or have the confidence to really go after what it is that I want, spent the majority of my life trying to fit into how people wanted me to be and trying to please people. You know, and it's kind of amazing how quickly 
this has happened for me. I suppose I've kind of been working at it on my own for several years, but not really having great tools. Like this program just is this huge toolkit. And so now that I've got the tools, I'm able to really lean into living my best life, understanding that it is okay for me to want to have the things that I want to have, like that I can decide for myself what I want and where I want to be and who I want to surround myself with. And if it's not the most popular opinion or somebody doesn't agree with me, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. I, I'm worthy of having yeah. <laughs> my own thoughts and feelings. And so I think the intuition has really kicked in there because I've allowed it to, you know? Yeah. Whereas before I'd be like, instead of thinking about what do I want, I think about, oh, what would so-and-so feel about that? Oh, how would so-and-so feel? Oh, I don't know. I better talk to somebody. And it's like, no, listen, I can sit here and decide for myself what I want. It's been amazing. Yes. It's so frustratingly simple too, isn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. I've said on a different episode that even as little kids, we literally have to ask for someone else's permission to even use the bathroom. And in many ways, we grow up and we still act the same way, right? It's always someone else giving us permission to be allowed to want something or to do something. And it's like, it will never come, right? We can keep waiting and waiting, but no one's coming to give us that permission slip or the pat on the back. It has to be you, right? It really has to be you deciding to do that. Not everyone has this, but some people have like a very specific moment when they realize that, that no one's coming to save them, but it's not from a negative place. It's coming from a very empowered place of, I get to be that person to give me permission. Did you have a moment like that when you realized? You know, I think when I was going through this program, when everything sort of clicked in for me, was seriously when I read that line, you are the secret sauce. I was like, right, like I'm good enough on my own. And, you know, like it is another little thing in here. It was like, learn to enjoy your own life so much that your partner is the cherry on top. And I spent a lot of years just searching and searching and searching for a partner, thinking that I needed that to complete myself. And I had decided, well, when COVID hit and I was moving around and it was hard to meet people, I was single for about three years. I dated a little bit here and there, but I had really decided that I knew I needed to do some work on myself. And it was, like I said, you can only do so much on your own. And even with counseling, I found I'd go see a counselor and with my counseling through work, you get three or five sessions or whatever it is. And you just go for an hour and you talk, but there's no homework. There's no tangible things. They're just, you talk to them and they listen. They're not giving you necessarily, here's some tools to go away with. Maybe they would if you had a longer term relationship with a counselor or whatever, and I'd feel better for having dumped. But then the issues always came back up. And this, I'm like, I have tools that I can go to. I have my coping kit, like my little coping kit that I made. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I can pull I that out. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real toolbox full of things that have really helped me. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm glad you still got your coping kit. <laughs> Do you have a favorite tool that um, you'd like to share with us on the show? Yeah, I think the script for your inner critic, mm, Tala. Yeah. 
that was really, really good. It's just getting through your own emotions and understanding that you can talk yourself down, acknowledge why you're feeling the way you are. I think that has been really, really helpful for me. And also the nervous system regulation thing, like that is really great. (laughs) Yeah, that you had in our coaching call last week. Yes. That has been very helpful for me as well. One of the things I love about you, Carla, and I think is what contributed to your very quick success is you were always there. You always showed up to the calls. I could see you asking questions inside the group. And even though you have a very busy job, you have a child and so much going on, but you didn't make any excuses, you know, you still showed up anyway. Where did the motivation for that come from? I think it's so important for us to acknowledge that. Well, you know, listen, I've been through a lot of relationships and nothing ever stuck. In fact, oftentimes they led to me being unhappy. I thought to myself, I'd really like to find a partner. I'd like to find someone that really adds to my life that I can do life with. You know, I have a lot of really great friends, really great friends, and I can talk to them about everything. But it's just not quite the same as having a partner. I guess just knowing that I really needed to dig in, I was the common denominator in all of the relationships. And one of the things that was a little bit difficult for me in here was learning that I contributed to a a lot of my failed relationships. I mean, it's a result of my own reaction to things. I don't want to use the word demand, but kind of not insisting on getting what I needed and constantly foregoing my own needs for the sake of my partner, which just leads to feeling resentment. And why do that? I was like, man, I've got so much change happening in my life. I've moved cities twice. I'm on another job here. And like, I need to focus on myself. I spent a lot of my life giving and giving and giving to friends and relationships and work. And it's time to focus on myself now. For some reason, that always felt a bit selfish. And I now realize that it's the furthest thing from it. Yeah, you spent your whole life giving to others. And now it was time for you, right? It was time to finally give to yourself and see who you were outside of just being the caretaker or being the mom, right? Or being the giver. And who have you discovered is the person underneath all of those layers, Carla? I've certainly found my confidence and my self-worth. I've always been a really positive person. I've always been pretty good at having a really positive mindset. And I think that's helped me a lot. But I think now, instead of just trying to convince myself, I think I actually believe now that, you know, I'm worth it and that things are good and I can make them good. And man, the abundance mindset really is a huge part of this for sure. But you cannot just jump there. You have to do the work on yourself to get to that point where you can recognize that. Mm -hmm. Like at the beginning of the program, I was like, oh man, there's a lot here to kind of work through. And I like that it's small. Like each lesson is only 10, 15 minutes. I remember the first couple of weeks I was like, okay, come on now. Like, let's get going. But now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, thank God. I know. Let me just give you the next one. Like, let's go here. (laughs) But now in hindsight, I'm like, I'm so so glad you eased me in. It's Definitely with a lot of trial and error I've done on this over the years. 
I think you had said something about that too. Like, oh, when's the next module? I thought, oh, you just wait. <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> and yeah, that's exactly why we had to pace things out because, you know, the first few weeks, everyone's so excited. They want to jump in. And I was finding that in the past, when we tried to cram everything in at the beginning, it became too much for the students and they started giving up because it was too much too fast. And I really think that slower, gradual approach actually helps people stick to the program. So thank you for that validation, Carla, Yeah, that we sure, did the right thing. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Carla, what are you up to now? You know, now that you're transitioning into this fabulous new life, new house, new job, new relationship, what are you most excited about this year? Yeah, so I think just really settling into this new position. I'm really excited about it, getting to dig in there. And I think just seeing where this relationship goes, it's a little bit difficult right now because we are seven hours away from each other. But we both made the commitment to try and make it work. And I think just making sure that we're planning time together. And, you know, part of me was tempted to just say, okay, forget it, just move with me, just come now. But I think that's too rushed. I really think that we need to just visit each other in our cities as much as we can and maybe go on a couple of vacations and see what it's like having him come for a week. And you go there to really settle in and see. And he's really great. And so I really look forward to, you know, introducing him to my friends and family and getting to see where this goes. I mean, obviously, I really do have a lot of confidence that it's going to work out. But if for some reason it doesn't, I know that I'm going to be okay. I have all the tools. I have the toolkit. I know that there's other people out there if for some reason this doesn't work out. Again, I really, of course, want it to, and I think that it will, but it feels good knowing that I'm not, oh my God, what if something were to happen? And having that mindset that it's okay is a really big help in even the success of the relationship itself. And not being worried about, oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing? Is he going to leave? And what if he doesn't like what I have to say? Not worrying about that is like, oh my God, so liberating. It's unbelievable. I mean, it helps that he is really, really open too. But yeah. I wish you guys could see the look on my face. I'm like, where's Carla? What did you do with her? What a transformation. Because I remember everything that my students tell me. I remember many months ago, I think you had asked on one of the calls, is it too unrealistic for someone to text me good morning every day, right? It was such a different energy because it was coming from the, I'm not enough, right? Or, or it's not going to work out. To go from that to where you are today, Carla, is huge. Mm. Like I feel like I'm talking to a different person than I did months ago. <laughs> Uh, I feel like a different person. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks, Gloria. I really appreciate you and your program. It's been really literally life-changing in a lot of ways. So I thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a complete honor, Carla, to be able to witness your journey. You know, I always say you did all the work. I just happened to be there <laughs> to provide the roadmap, but you did all the heavy lifting. You know, you really gave yourself to trusting this process, really giving this a full shot. And even when things were difficult, you didn't give up on the process, right? 
used it twice or three times or tried a different tool and made it work for you. And so you should be so proud of yourself, Carla, as proud as I am of you. Just unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, final fun question before we jump off the call today. What are you watching on Netflix or on Hulu or wherever you stream? (laughs) Yeah, I just finished watching. This is terrible, but I am a sucker (laughs) for all of the like 90 day Fiance, all of those oh, shows. Me too. Love those shows. Happily ever after, or something. I just finished watching that. And, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't get enough of that drama. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch. I absolutely love my reality shows, like Love Is Blind, you know, The Bachelor, The Too yeah. Hot to Handle, like all of those shows. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. It's great. Yes, yeah, I get my fix. <laughs> That's fabulous. Well, Carla, this conversation was such a delight and such an honor. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. Any last words for folks who feel hopeless with their relationships? What would you like to say to them? I think it's really, really important to dig in and do the work. I mean, this program gives you so many tools. Like we said earlier, you're not taught how to regulate your emotions. You're not taught how to expect things from people. You're not taught that it's okay to want more, to feel as though you deserve things. And this program really, really helped me to realize as simple as those things might sound, they're really not simple if you're not taught. And This program has given me a really wonderful toolkit to help me live my life in a really fulfilling way and to recognize that I'm worth it and that what I want is out there. You know, if I go back even four years in my life, I think you'd have had a hard time convincing me that any of that is true. And so this has given me the hope and the tools. I just really feel like it set me up for just to be living at a higher frequency, really, truly. I can't say enough about the program and I would highly recommend it to anybody who's interested and listening to your podcast is a little taste, but this work is really, really life-changing. Thank you for those beautiful words, Carla. I will not take them for granted and hold them near and dear to my heart. And I hope you have a wonderful day after this interview. Hey, besties, it's me. I hope you enjoyed this beautiful interview (laughs) with Carla. Now, if you resonated with Carla's story and you were thinking, holy cow, I need to do some massive inner work before trying to love again, I might be able to help you. Actually, recently we surveyed the graduates of my Situationship to Soulmate program. And so far, 100% of students said that they feel more confident about love and relationships than before. And about 80% of students said it saved them years of their life. And that means years of wasting time in the wrong relationships, years of trial and error and trying to figure things out on your own. That's freaking incredible. This is data, guys. I'm obviously someone who's really, really proud of my work, and I have a lot of pride around the programs and the methodologies I teach. So it's very validating for me as well to get actual data that it is truly working. So if you are a professional or a high achiever who suffers from losing yourself in relationships, feeling addicted to the hot and cold chase, 
and being abandoned by all the wrong people, you might be a great fit for the Soulmate program. So you can get details in my free workshop. Just head on over to gethealthylove.com. It's that free 45-minute workshop. After Valentine's Day, it's been available for everybody. Very, very powerful stuff that I teach in that workshop. And at the very end, you'll get some details about what's inside the program. But if you want to skip all of that, if you are ready to do this work and you're not putting this off anymore, talk to my team. You can send me a direct message on Instagram. My handle is by Gloria Zhang or click on the show notes below and send a message with the words, I'm ready. And either myself or a team member will chat with you directly inside the DMs. So we've decided to kind of stop doing the phone calls, at least for now, because there were a bunch of people who weren't really respecting our time and not showing up to the calls. Plus, it turns out that a lot of you are introverts. And as a fellow introvert, I don't always feel like hopping on a phone call with someone. And I'm a lot more comfortable just chatting with someone through the DMs. So send me a direct message. If you don't have Instagrams, just shoot me an email. And we would love to learn more about you, your story, and see if this program is right for you. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you found it just as inspiring as I did. And we've got some juicy, juicy episodes coming up for you really soon. Have a beautiful day and an abundant life. Bye for now. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situationships where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected, and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety. And you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com, that's G-E-T healthylove.com, or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.
Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!